Boy, I tell you what, it, it's so exciting about coming here and preaching, talking about my Lord and Savior. I mean, you know, it's an hour and a 20 minutes drive for me, and I thought I was never going to get here. And then I get here like at 9 o'clock, and I'm going, oh, come on. But the Lord's still working on me, you know. I, I was in tractor supply parking lot, still making up. Don't worry, I'm not going to. I did freak out last week because I'm not used to being I'm used to preaching until 12 and I just happened to look up I was at the end of my sermon pretty close and I happened to look up at that clock and it wasn't even 1130 yet and I was like oh no <laughs> you done spilled right through you just went on like jackrabbit <laughs> but then I finally figured out afterwards that it was like uh, thank you so much they, uh, but I'm excited about preaching God's word. I mean, when you get to talk about your Lord and Savior, you know what? That just, that just makes you alive. Because he's alive. He's alive in you. And what I want to talk to you about is being anointed doing that. Now, now I can tell you, I know Brother Terry, I know Brother Jeff, and I know that if they get up behind this pulpit right here, which my brother has done for 35 years and keeps on a going, and my brother Jeff, he's following his footsteps. Whew. But if they wasn't up here, and they didn't have an anointing on them. If they didn't have that anointed of God, then it would fall on deaf ears. You know what I'm saying? It'd just be wasting breath. Now, I'm an entertainer. I've been an entertainer my whole life. I was playing in bars. I was playing drums in the bar when I was in seventh grade. I can entertain all day long. And I can stand up here and I can preach. But if I'm not anointed, y'all ain't going to get nothing. If this word is not anointed, if God don't move me out of the way, anoint me so much that you can't see me. That you can just see the flowing blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. That it's not nothing. I mean, check out Matthew 3, 13 through 17. Here, we'll just go. Matthew three thirteen through 17. Is that the one? No, I don't hate them. <laughs> I need more bigger glasses. I was in Malachi. I was like, man, that don't sound like right. That don't sound right at all. Says Jesus, then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan for him to baptize him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. You, you're coming to me. I need to be baptized by you. And Jesus answered him and said, Permit it to be so, for thus is fitting to us fulfill all righteousness. And then he allowed him 
Now check that out. Jesus is doing everything that the Father tells him to do. He is he's doing everything God has willed him to do. He's doing God's will. He's standing on the throne. He's sitting there. He's everything. But he still needs to be anointed. That's what gets me is Jesus has to be anointed. Well, don't you think you and I need to be anointed? I mean, if Jesus did, oh, Gary Shaw needs it. When you get up there and play guitar, you got to be anointed. Or you're just showing off. If you're playing drums, you're just showing off. Like I said, I used to be an entertainer. Now I'm a worshiper. You know, I can sit up here and I can do all kind of things to entertain you all day long. But why? It's not doing nothing. It's not doing nothing for God. And that's what we're here for. That's what our anointing is for. It's for the glory of God. And to help other people. And I'm not just talking standing behind a pulpit. I'm not talking about preaching. I'm not talking about teaching. I'm talking about being anointed in ministry that you do every day. Help. Be anointed in helping. Be anointed in encouragement. Be anointed in everything that you do. Because that gives honor and glory to God. Don't be anointed when you're sinning. That's not good. <laughs> and you ask yourself, well, Gary, well, I, hey, I got I to gotta follow this thing. I'm fixing to go every which way. Boy, I'm telling you what. Like I said, I had to stop at Tractor Supply today because the Lord was still working. These, can you just imagine, it says uh, it takes a year to go from the Bible, from cover to cover. Just, just think how many years it takes to go through all the messages that God has in store for you through that from back to back. Terry been doing it for 35 years here. Not saying that he ain't been doing it before. Have you got it all figured out? Have you figured out every message? He's still working. Why? Because he's anointed. He is anointed by God. The Spirit of God, I'm telling you, Jesus needed to be anointed. You need to be anointed. So let's look at it, what it means to be anointed. Okay? See, I'm, I, I told Kim, them, I, was, I, I talked to him yesterday, and I told him, I said, look, it's going to be a different sermon. I'm going to slow down. I'm not going to get all worked up and hooping and hollering and stuff. So I'm trying that out. I don't know if it's going to happen. Probably won't, because I get excited. If you can't get excited, if it don't ring your bell, what did Barry say? Your clapper's broke. You know what I'm saying? Everybody needs to get excited about Jesus. Even in the bad times. Especially in the bad times. Praise Him when it's good. Praise Him when it's bad. Because bad stuff is just a learning experience, so you don't do it again. I tell my kids, I said, I, 
It's not that I like whipping you. I'm just trying to be a good servant and beat it into you. Yeah, yeah, it hurts me more than it does you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm getting into this. So let's take a look at what it means. Uh, this is cool because when I went to Emmaus, I learned the Greek word. You know, you, you, if you go to Emmaus, you do a talk, you get to do, they always give you Greek words, and I finally get to use one in my sermon. Woohoo! So the, two, the New Testament Greek word for anoint is creo. Right or cryo or I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I, nobody said nothing when I said it before, so we're gonna keep on. But it is it which it means to smear or rub with oil, and by implication to concentrate for office or religious service. Did y'all get that? Do I need to repeat it? It says to smear or rub with oil. By implication to consecrate for office or religious service. Do you know when you walk out your door and you go to get gas, that is a religious service because you encounter people. You're, you're, you're able to witness to somebody. Like I said, you just ask somebody, hey, you know that fellow, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Jesus, you know? You ever know him? You know, and that's witnessing. That's our service. That's what God wants us to do. That's what God has anointed us to do. And I'm excited to talk about, and you know me, I like to talk anyway. As you, Everybody was ready to leave last week, but... uh because I'm talking too much. But anyway, they, they want to be, God wants you to go out and be a service every time you walk out the door. When I told you that God told me to be a, to go out and preach to the world, to the church, it wasn't that I go out and preach, it's that I go out and live God's word. Amen. You know, do I do it every time? Do I fail him? Yes. But thank God for forgiveness. That's why he put forgiveness in for me. He goes, man, there's going to be a little guy named Gary. We're going to put that forgiveness in for him because he's going to need a lot of it. <laughs> right? And don't sit there and laugh too much. I know some of it says, yeah, it's him too. <laughs> or her too. You know what I'm saying? But in Bible times, People were anointed with oil to signify God's blessing or a call on a person's life. Do you not think that Jesus is calling you right now? That he don't have a purpose for your life right now at this very moment? When you were born, when you were in your mother's womb, you don't think he had a calling on your life? Do you, do you don't think that he... Knew this exact day would be here when he said, Gary, go out there and tell them that they're anointed, that they need to be anointed, that they need to do service for me each and every day as soon as they wake up until they go to bed. Amen. I know it's hard. I mean, this is a, a fast-paced world now. Everything's doing like this, everybody's doing like this. You know, just slow down smell the roses a little bit. 
You know what I'm saying? Jeff was sitting there saying, you know, how pretty Birmingham was. You know it's a pretty place. They made a song for it. You know what I mean? But I was sitting there going, you know, for me, it's not that I don't see, that, that I, I don't go places to see. It's just I get caught up in the world. You got your family there. You're talking to your wife. You're talking to your kids. You got your radio going. Your wife's telling you, oh, look at this. Oh, like this, you know. And you're missing the beautiful God's creation as you're going down the road. But you open your eyes. You're anointed. You see the beautiful things. Like I told you before, when I, had, when I went through that mess before, my eyes are open now. My heart is wide open. My mind is running 90 to nothing. And let me tell you something. If you know me for a long time, you know that is a miracle in itself. But it's not Gary that's, mo- that's working here, you know, that's going 99. It's God. I'm more open and attuned to God than I have ever been in my life. Why? Because I got real. And you sit there and you say, well, hang on, I'm going to jump ahead. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I'm telling you, I get excited. Everything just runs. And I'm ready to tell you. You know what I'm saying? I can sit here for a day. I'm anointing. I guarantee you I could be here for a month. Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, and not tell you everything that's that's in this message. You know what I'm saying? There is so much in anointing that, that I cannot believe. So this means... That you are anointed for Christian ministry. For Christian ministry. While you're here on this earth. This means that you have been enabled. That you have been entrusted. And that you have been empowered. This, that's the part I like. You have been empowered to accomplish God's work. Empowered. Empowered. Have you ever been empowered? You know? I mean, it's, I mean, I guess it's just like the, the little energizer bunny when you stick some more batteries in there. I'm empowered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, Kim. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> but I can't help it. But you know, you're empowered. That should give you encouragement right there. You are anointed, you are empowered, you are entrusted with God's will. Just like Jesus. That's some good stuff. That's great stuff. I'm excited. It is the anointing that opens your mind, teaches you, guides you, empowers you that you you make your ministry stronger. Whatever your ministry is. If it's playing music, it, that thing will make it stronger. If it's just talking to somebody at your work, make you stronger. Man, that's good stuff. That's how much God loves you. Amen. I mean, that's how much God loves you. Let's look at Acts 1.8.
Acts 1.8. It says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be a witness to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. <laughs> that you, it says you receive power. Come on. Power. Power that nobody here on earth can attain. There's not no nuclear power plant. There's not nothing that's going to, there's no atoms that's going to get together and combine and burst and get this power. It's the power of Jesus Christ. It's the power of God and that's the power of the anointing spirit on you. That powers, that empowers you to do your ministry to the best. That's what powers your ministry. Not my mouth, that don't empower my ministry. Not my good looks. Not my dancing, not my singing. Nothing empowers my ministry but Jesus Christ. The anointing of Jesus Christ on my life is the only way that I can get across to you what God has in store for you. The only way. Terry can't do it. Man, what a mighty God, man of God Terry is. But if he don't have that anointing, if he don't have Jesus Christ running his life, then he's nothing. He's just Terry, which is a great guy in himself. Y'all might know him. But I love him. Oh, man, I'm telling you what. A true anointing refers to the hand of God upon a person's life. The hand of God is on me. You know, I feel like one of them little puppets. You know? I feel like one of them little puppets. Great. That's awesome. Because I'm speaking God's word and that's what he wants. That's what he has anointed me for and that's what he's anointed you for. It's the power and the presence of God in a person. That's what anointing is. It enables him or her to do mighty things in his life and ministry. Amen. See, we're not just talking about ministry either. You're anointed in life. Hmm? Come on, let's go deeper. You're anointed in life. As you sit back in your easy chair and your kids come in, you're anointed to teach them, to show them. To show them Jesus Christ on you. And that they can have the same thing. I love when people come up to me. What you got, man? You got something because you all fired up. You all time happy, 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 happy. And you all fired up. Let me tell you something. I got Jesus Christ. That's what's got me fired up. He empowered me. He anointed me to be the excited little man that I am. Praise God. Mm. They're around. <coughs> they're around forty. Around forty scriptures that tell us what we're anointed for. But I didn't. 
I said, well, I kept them real late last time, so I better not do the 40. But I did give you 10 that we're going to go over. We're not going to go through the scriptures. I want you, I implore you, I challenge you. I challenge you right now. Sometime this week, look up these, look up the scriptures. Pray about it. See what God has for you. You know what I'm saying? See what God has for you. And it says here that, uh, let me turn to it. Oh, I lost it. Oh. The first one, abide to discern, able to discern truth. 1 John 2.27. To testify to the truth. We're supposed to do that. Been anointed for it. Able to pray. Boy, everybody does that. To live righteously. Uh-oh. Anybody here live righteously constantly all the time? Not me. To be strengthened with the power of your inner being. You know... That that got me at first. I was like, my inner being, boy. You don't want to know about my inner being. That little guy don't need to come out. But it wasn't talking about my inner being. It's who lives in me. Who lives in my inner being. That runs my inner being now. <laughs> because that I ran, I tried to run it, and he was too much for me. He was like one of them little kids who just won't listen, won't do nothing. Run around like a little banny rooster. Get on your nerve. You just want to beat him. Yeah, that was my little inner being. But let's move on. To be led by God. Romans 8 9. To live in joy. Man. When when you're depressed and, and, and you don't feel that you have no hope, no future, no nothing. It's very tiring. It's, it's very... Ugh. You know how you feel on a rainy day and you work all night long and you're sitting there on a rainy day and it's raining and you're stuck inside and you're... Oh, my gosh. I was going to take a nap and get it over with. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's depression. But joy, man, that gives you life. That pumps you up. You're ready to go. You're ready to do things. That's what, that's what God does. That's God in you. The joy of the Lord. Man, this stuff keeps getting better and better and better. I like this God thing. It's pretty good stuff. To live in hope. There you go. When you're hopeless in life, when you don't feel no hope, turn to Jesus Christ. I, I failed to do that. I relied on Gary. Gary was a good man. Gary was a heck of a preacher. No, he wasn't. He was not. It was Jesus Christ, which I took my eyes off of, and the devil was able to and swoop in. I had no hope. Right? I got it now. I got my hope. I got my joy. 
I got my peace. Okay, to receive spiritual gifts. You're anointed to receive spiritual gifts. I like gifts. I like gifts. Matter of fact, I was so happy to turn 55, which made me mad. But I was turning 55. Now I'm old, but at least I get something out of it. <laughs> Senior citizen discount. So I'm, so I'm up here. Hee -hoo -hoo. Yeah, here you go, girl. I need. And she goes, uh, I said, I got, do I get a senior discount? She goes, you 65? What? What happened to it being 55? I finally made 55. I want my senior citizen discount. I'm going to take you out. You know what I'm saying? I want my 55 discount. I'm a senior. I'm getting dag. You know how I know I'm old? I get a daggum thing from E-Harmony. Senior. E-Harmony Senior. I don't need E-Harmony anyway, but I sure don't want no old lady. You know what I'm saying? E-Harmony Senior. I said, man, I feel old now. You only get the AARP, and then now you get the Senior Citizen E-Harmony. That's ridiculous. But you get to have spiritual gifts. I love birthdays because you get gifts. I love other people's birthdays because you get to give them gifts. And they like gifts. Who don't like gifts? I don't like getting old, but I still like the gift. That, that's why God created you get a gift when you get old. So it don't make you, when, every time you get a birthday, you get a gift. That way you don't, you don't think about you being old so much. That's what I, I mean, that's, so, I'm not quoting God, Derek. I'm just thinking myself. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, and also to bear spiritual fruit. We need to bear spiritual fruit in our life. I can look at Terry and know, and not even know Terry, but I can look at Terry and figure out what kind of man he is. How anointed Terry is because I see his wife, I see his son, I see his grandchildren. They all have that relationship. And I'm not talking about just, oh, yeah, I know God. It's that intimate relationship. They love God. They live for God. God works in their lives and you can see it. That's how I know he's anointed. Not because somebody says, oh, he's anointed. He, people said, hey, you look at Gary, he's six foot four. <laughs> no, he ain't. God thinks he is because I'm anointed. He thinks I'm a six foot four big man when I'm behind this pulpit. The purpose of anointing is service. Amen. To glorify and to vent and to help benefit humanity. God's anointing is God's heart. Listen to this. This gives me chill bumps. When God told me this, I was like, man, that's it. It's God's heart touching another's heart through your heart. Let me say that again. Anointing is God's heart touching another's heart through your heart. That's anointing. That is your anointing. That is your anointing today. Let me tell you something. And if 
people sit there. Let me go back here. I got something for you. Some of you might be thinking, well, Brother Gary, I've been anointed. Can you lose your anointing? You know, my, my, my ministry is not striving like it, it used to be. It's, it's like it's not anointed anymore. Do you lose your anointing? No. You don't. But you can quench it. You can quench it real fast. You know what I'm saying? You cannot lose your anointing, but you can show quench it. Look at John, 1 John 2.27. Let's go there. It says it in the first, first of it. I like it. People don't. When people read stuff, they just read it and they just kind of... But I, I look at every word because every word that God has spoken, that God breathed into this Bible, is telling me something. Is telling me something. And it says in 1 John 2.27, it says, But the anointing which you have received from Him, from God, abides in you. What does abide mean? It lives in you. It is there. He ain't going to get evicted. You know what I mean? He's not moving out. He's staying there. But you can be in the world and, and lose your focus. Amen. What makes me think about that is like, like Peter walking on water. Peter was doing a great job. He was anointed. Then he started seeing what the world has in store for him. What, the, what everything that's hitting him. And he takes his eyes off God and he sinks like a rock. I think I'm pretty anointed because I don't sink. I'm so fat that I, got, I just stay on the top of the water. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like an air balloon, you know? Standing on top of the water, it still floats. That's what I was hoping. But each and every one of you today is anointed. If you think that you're not anointed, please come up here. Please let the anointed one my brother, pray for you. Me and Jeff will be there with him. We're talking three anointed people on your life right now praying for you. If you have anything that's happening in your life that you need prayer for, let us know. Let us pray with you. If there's something that you need healing for, let us ask God for it. Let's just call on the elders. Let them pray for you. Well, you got them all here. You know? Pray for one another. If you have anything, you need to come up over here to Terry and let us pray. Let us pray with you. Uh, musicians, please come. I'm done. But I just want to pray with you.